Hey, baby, what's happening? I'm back. It's the second part of the week, two of three. I got a little basketball on, got a little whiskey in my cup. What am I drinking today? It's uh, called, um, I, I forgot what it is. Uncle Nearest. There we go. Uh, black, black, uh, uh, damn, I can stutter. Whiskey, uh, guy who actually taught Jack Daniels how to make his whiskey. But anyways, you know, I got a special guest on today. My guy, look, 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 Don. But before we get to him, I do want to do my opening monologue, and I want to talk about reciprocity. And reciprocity is the, the practice of exchanging things with others for mutual benefit. And it, it's something that is so hard to find because people often want to do things, want you to do things for them, but they don't ever want to do things in return. They set a standard for you to achieve, right? But they're never, ever going to achieve that standard for you on the back end. And it's so sad and it's so unfortunate. And it sometimes feel like the relationships you have with people are so fake because the second you're looking for that return, you can't find it. It's like, hey, what can you do for me? It's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. what can we do for each other? And one of the reasons why I, I really rock with my guy, look, look, LaDon, is because before, before he was a rapper, before I was a podcaster, right, we were friends. It was cool, you know what I mean? He was something like an OG to me because he's a little bit older, you know what I mean? But always show love. And now that we're both in a similar situation, two creators trying to find ourselves and finding ourselves at a later time in life, you know, it's just like, hey, look here. You work with me, I work with you. And I like he gave me the opportunity to help him on his second EP, Landmark 2. And we put that landmark on your brain, baby. And, and you know, he knows I'm forever grateful to him for that. But the fact of the matter is we big each other up. We talk to each other when people aren't listening. He sends me music. You know what I'm saying? I listen to it. I big him up. And it's just something about creating relationships, especially in the creative realm where you have people who want to work together just because, hey, hey, I rock with you, you rock with me, and we look out for each other. So I just want to uh, say that piece before I bring him on, but now I got my guy here. Look, look, LaDon, what's happening, baby? What's up, man? What's up? How you doing, Lee? Man, not much, dog. I'm happy to have you here. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. Likewise, likewise, brother Lee and LaDon show. Yeah, that's a Leah Ladon show. That sounds good, don't it? Yeah, that sounds good. Leah Ladon, man. And you know, I'm gonna take my I'm not rebranded today because you see I got on the t-shirt and I got a little jewelry out. So we're gonna talk freely and shit. Cause one thing, bro, you know, I fuck with you. And that's why, you know, you repost shit, I repost shit. It's like a we actually vibe with each other and we don't support each other on this fake ass industry type shit. Yeah. Even though we're not like regularly moving in any type of industry, it just talks about like us just being true to who we are. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You already know, bro. You already know, and it's just, uh, I mean, we came a long way, bro. We came a long yeah, way. Yeah, we did. So that's yeah. yeah. We got we got a long way to go. That's the most beautiful thing about it. We got a long way to go, but we getting there. We getting there. How's things your way? Man, not too bad. I, life is great. You know what I'm saying? You know, I was with Fat VJ and yeah. Rue over the weekend. It was always good to see my boys in person, you know, touch yeah. them, you know, dap them up, tell them I love them, even though I don't even like them jokers. Yeah. <laughs> I can't miss that uh, that next one, man. I got to be there on the next one. Oh, absolutely, bro. We got to, even though VJ probably won't, you know, he be capping. 
Big Cap. Big Cap. Big Cap. Yeah, I've been waiting on him to call me back for about 36 hours. <laughs> we don't know when that's going to <laughs> And going to tell me, I called you back. Exactly, bro. I wish his little fat head ass was on here. But look, man, so you got a new project, Lone Wolf. Oh, yeah, Lone Wolf, man. Lone Wolf dropping Friday, August 21st, 2020. Oh, shit. Mm. Let me fucking up. I got August 26th on here. Let me. Oh, no, bro. You put... I didn't even see. I'm reading the bottom. All right, August 21st, this Friday. We need to get that. It's a great body of work, man. I'm not gonna lie, one of a kind. I'm not. I'm not even. Uh, you know, I will. Of course, I wouldn't be on here if I wasn't trying to big up myself. But at the same time, I'm not just saying it just to say it. Like I really believe this is a classic. Um, you're definitely gonna hear the growth from Landmark Two. You know, I love Landmark Two. I always have a, a place in my heart. But Lone Wolf, you know, we're doing big boy things up here in Lone Wolf, and uh, Ladon, Ladon is totally different. And uh, just just now, just uh, finishing it, man. Finishing it just felt better. And uh, COVID stopped a lot, but COVID helped me sit down. And I think that's what helped Lone Wolf, that COVID made me, it made me sit with my music a little bit. And it made me digest because I'm covering all aspects. I like to say it's a uh, full 360, like a body of work, a good body of work. All right. So you, I remember we talked uh, in the interview before long, uh, before Landmark 2 dropped, and you talked about how you want to put a landmark on people's brain. Yeah. Definitely. And um, what made you go with the title Lone Wolf? Uh, I just always felt like a lone wolf, um, and and a lot of things I did. I just always was like the first to to try a lot of things, even in like my group of friends. I would be the one go left and do something or try something. So uh, even in high school, like I never gang bang. I never never had never wanted to, you know. Uh, that really wasn't my thing uh, because I actually, you know, I learned. I've always learned from like other people's mistakes. I tried to, for the most part. So. Well, Lone Wolf, man, it was it was simple because I've always stayed to myself, and I feel like even with this rap, I'm by myself. I have a team now, thank you know, thank God. But you know, the first couple projects I was completely by myself, and I had to learn, and you know, so that that Lone Wolf stick, and um, I had it in a bar, and I've always referred to myself at it. So you know, like I said, it just it just hit one day. You, it just woke up, and I was like, you know what, Lone Wolf fits for this, and it went perfect, man. It went perfect. And you know that's crazy you say that because I think about you in high school because we were in high school together for two years and like you and I similarly like our like main group of friends went to school across across town. Yeah. So like <laughs> we was like yeah we had our friends within the school we rock with y'all but come the weekend like yeah bro I see y'all on Monday like I'm not seeing y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm not big I'm not big on on, on click hopping and uh. It's not, you know, I'm not here to just this one one click and say this click is better than now. It just, you know, I already I'm I'm barely around my own friends, so I'm not I don't have time to make new friends. I'm not a real friendly guy. I'm a very uh, approachable guy, and um, I talk to you and hang out with you. We might have a drink with you, but I'm not a friendly guy. Just because I have a drink with you don't mean I'm your friend. I think a lot of people get that. Confused. And I tell you, dog, that's wild because of where I'm at right now, meeting different people who who really think people become friends. And I'd be honest, I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm not y'all's friend. Like, we cool. Yeah, great hang. I hang out with y'all. I rock with y'all. Y'all are great people. But, like, pretty much, I got my friends. Yeah, exactly. And I talk to my friends. Yeah. 
And I actually hang out with people who ain't my friends more than I hang out with my friends because I ain't around none of my friends. But I talk, I talk to them motherfuckers all the time. But I was listening to the tracks that you sent me, man. It really sounded like you got your back against the wall with this project. Like, yeah. like you, you, like you really like a, a wolf in that in that corner fighting. You know what I'm saying? To make your way out. Yeah. What, what got you in that pocket, man? Uh, I just I feel like it. Uh, it be my third project. It be my third project. Really, it just it makes you feel like that. It makes you feel like, and then get COVID life. It, it makes you feel like, okay, you know what? This is now, and I just feel like, wow, I have people attention right now. Um, this is I want to separate myself from everybody. This is um, I'm separating myself from everybody in the pack. I don't. So this is one of them things where I wanted to, and I knew if I gave it my full attention. Not saying that Landmark or Landmark Two didn't have my full attention, but you know, you know the the, the process. Of, of the, the whole um, detail, like the process of elimination on things and a whole attention to detail on things. Like I took my time and I knew what I wanted each song to represent in which order. So, you know, it's, I think a lot of times each project helps build the next one. And I always wanted that. But I feel like when you, um, you know, when, when, it's all said and done. The body of work, I feel like a lot of people are going to say, yo, this is when he started. Like, these other two, I hear them, but this is when this is when things got real because I feel it. From, from what I've already heard, I can definitely I can definitely see where you're going with that. And as you, you know, you're the lone wolf. You're separating yourself from the pack. And part of that, I feel like I can hear some of that in some of the, in the lyrics that I've listened to already. What... How do you think that sits with other rappers who are in the city with you who may want to work with you or you may have tried to work with early on and they was like, eh, and now they want to work because they, they they see the wave you want? Uh, that's what I'm saying. When it comes to that, um, honestly, I'm going to be honest. My time is not free. Uh, you had two years to get it right. And uh, the first thing I want to um, address, I'll happily address on here because I, you know, I don't really write or, or text or talk to too many people so i'll be first to say it on here since uh this is a good platform to address it um when it comes to music i had to learn me first i was a student of the game um the music is not cheap music is not free um, if you want a verse for me it's gonna cost and now also if i do look out for you on a price or just say i give you a free verse that's going to be on you to set it up. That's going to be on you to set things up, pick a beat, shoot me a 16, shoot me a 12. And I think I've been very nice with people in the city and, um, and you know, doing favors and, and, but I haven't been getting a lot of credit. So I have no problem with doing features, but it's, it's more business around in this time. And first, before we even get to all that, I have to see that you're serious. I don't need you to just wake up and see a video of me rapping and think, oh, okay, well, he can do it, so I can do it today. Uh, I got to see that you're serious. I've, I've, I got almost thirty songs out in one year, and I'm not, I'm not patting myself on the back because that's nothing. But at the same time, if you don't even have two songs out in the last year and a half, I can't take you serious. That's just being honest. That's not, that's not, that's not being mean. I, I don't think that's not being fair. I think that's being very honest because I had to learn that same way. So I don't know, nah, bro. That's 
That's real shit, bro. Cause it's like you put your you put your heart into this, you put your time into this, you put your money into it. And as somebody who is a creator who I'm not even seeing the money on the back end for my creation. Like I'm just spending money because I love this shit. Like if if you ain't one of my close friends and you want to talk to me about something, you gotta come on my platform. Like straight up. Like I'm not talking to you in a Facebook comment. Sorry. Like exactly. And it's is you can't, you know, you you can't. You can't do that. You can't do that. I think a lot of people um, get that confused. And uh, lately, I've been seeing more and more of, "Hey, man, let's work, let's work," and that's t- I'm totally fine. But a uh, less work needs to turn into, a, "Hey, man, I sent you an open sixteen. Check the song out. Let me know if you would like to get on it. I need you to come with your business series. I, I don't have time to set up your business for me to get on. If, if that makes sense, that doesn't. That's not how we do business around here because I well, these people don't want to work. They 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 want to they want to take pictures in the studio. They want to go to the studio with some of this right here, a little something rolled up, couple girls in the background, but they ain't actually trying to get in there and, and work. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. And it's not you know I'm no different from the next man. Again, I had to learn. Time is money, and money is time, and I can't sit back and wait. I just can't. So, uh, yeah, that's one of my. I like that song. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's pretty man. You know, it's one of those things where. We and I again, I have no problem. Uh, I have features on my on my stuff for a reason, and uh, I think me and Sydney feature song is gonna be. I wanted to send you that, but I want you to get the first impression with everybody else. It's one of the things you I ain't gonna lie to you when I when I saw that on the track list, not like, oh, you didn't send me that one, Fuck you, nigga. No, I know, I know, I know, but it's one of those things, you know what I mean? Because I just want you to get that feel like everybody, you, you from 288, I want you to get that feel. I want you to, you know, I'm 296, baby, yeah, I, I'm. A- <laughs> I rep my exit. You rep your exit hard, exactly. Man. But you know, I'm, I still might send it to you tonight. I appreciate that because, like, talking to Sydney, and I ain't talked to her since I did the live show. And you remember when I did that live show, how mad I was because mm-hmm. all the people, oh, we gonna we pulling up, they sharing it. It's like, hey, bro, where you at? It's showtime. I'm not charging you for this venue for this event. Yeah, I just want y'all to come see what the big motherfucking baby is doing today. I just want to put my hands on you. Want to talk to you? Yeah. Y'all want to share, but not pull up. I bet you. And I remember you saying, "Bro, that's how it is. Just don't worry about it. Just keep grinding. Let's keep grinding. Just keep grinding. They're gonna see you, bro. I, I don't. I don't feel bad. Um, I don't name drop. I, I don't have to name drop. But I've had conversations with Big Crit. I've had conversations with Davies. I've had conversations with Sauce Walker. Now that don't mean I know these guys. That don't mean. I'm hanging. I'm best friends with these guys, but at the same time, it's a small world, bro. And you don't understand that you're you you can literally be a conversation or opportunity away from your dream coming true. And a lot of people don't take that again. They don't take they don't take things serious. I'll be real with you, Ladon. The reason why I haven't brought many rappers from the V alone is because I look at them I'm like you you're not taking yourself seriously. Like yeah. For one, I used to look at a lot of them and say, you don't even have the image to get on. All right, whatever. Now, some of them got the image that they look like they serious, but it's like, okay, your sound isn't different. Mm -hmm. You sound like everything out of Atlanta, which is fine if you're good at it. Thank you. But how you going to be future, gonna, I ain't going to say little baby because the way little baby be spitting, they they ain't there yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you going to be future, gonna, and thug at what they do? Yeah. That's that's what you you're right. That's the number one thing. 
um, I try to get through a lot of people's head. Like, if you're going to copy, you know, it'll be a copycat, copy the right cat. So do it right. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to copy, do it right and make it sound good. But at the same time, who, what, first thing I love about um, an artist, originality. There's nothing wrong. You can sound like somebody or this person has a flow like somebody. This person says stuff like somebody. That's fine. But be your own self. If you're your own self, you automatically stick out, I feel like. You know? Bro, look, I, I have a comp for you, and I didn't even want to, to, to say it right, because you don't rap like this person. Y'all are just similar. And, like, I look at you like I look at the baby, right? Yeah. Y'all, you don't rap like the baby. It's, it's the, the deep voice. The deep voice is number it's, one. It's, yeah. It's the deep voice, but it's also like I was telling you in pre-production, like y'all don't adjust to the beat, the beat adjusts to y'all. Yeah. Definitely. It's like when I hear it, I know it's look, look, look done, right? Mm -hmm. And like when I hear the baby, like, oh yeah, that's the baby. And somehow you can be on some soft shit, you can be on some woke shit, you can be on some party shit, you can be on some lyrical shit. And I go, that beat. You ain't supposed to rap on that beat that way, but that sounds good. And it's but it's you. It don't sound like nobody else but you. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I call it dissecting the beat. That's what I do. Um, I how think, you learn how to do that? Uh, Pharaoh hieroglyphics. If you, if you believe, uh, you, one of my first couple songs, Pharaoh hieroglyphics. That was like your first song that I like. I was like, oh yeah, this shit hard. Yeah, it was. Um, I learned, and it was crazy. Is now it sucks to me how far I've advanced and. I've learned the the pockets, how I came was all over the place. But I knew when I rap, I know where I, how I want to say things and where I want to say them. Like I hear it in my head before it kind of it all. It don't always come out that way. It don't always come out that way. But for the majority, over seventy five percent of the times, the way I hear it is the way I be able to say it. So certain things I hear in certain pockets, and I know how to ride it a certain way. And you know, I, I learned. You know, I tell myself all the time, if, if Starlito can talk on the beat, if, if, do you listen to Starlito? You know what I'm talking about? I haven't listened to, I haven't listened to Starlito in years. Like, when Todd first went to Tennessee State, he had me on all that all that Tennessee rap, and I ain't listened to Starlito in forever. Yeah, but you know how Starlito raps. You know how he can he can talk. So I felt mm -hmm. Starlito can talk, and Twister can, you know, fly across the beat. Then, yeah, I can do in between. I can play all day and do anything. So... That's really how I looked at it. And, yeah, man, since then, you know, I, like I said, I dissect the beat. I hear it different. Uh, you know, I think that's the number one thing. I hear it different. I hear it different from majority of rappers. So we talked about your growth, right, from Project 1, Project 2, to what I've heard from Project 3, man. And you talked about how you dissect the beat now. And I'm pretty sure, like, when you first came in, you weren't dissecting the beat. You were just – you were rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like – do a lot of rapping with what even no damn beat. So like what's different this time? Like what how's your process changed? Um just advancing. You know, you um you learn it's like sports, basketball. You don't come in just dribbling between your legs and behind your backs. You know, you, you learn how to dribble first. And then you learn unless you teach, uh unless you TT. Unless you TT, yeah. Shout out yeah, to Yeah, TT been TT been five or time it's ever since he touched the basketball. Yeah, he came out doing that Allen Iris crossover. So yeah, yeah. Shout out to Chat, man. But uh, yeah, man. It's it's like you know, I'm learning, I'm building, I'm building, I'm learning how to bridge gaps. I'm learning, you know, how to um control my voice, my my tones, my pitches, uh, my animation in my voices. 
So now I'm being able to focus on little things. Before, you know, I felt like I was just reading or, or I wouldn't just, you know, get it now. And also, too, I understand emotions. But the number one thing I can never really say why I was just reading because I wrote these songs. So to write them, you got to feel some type of emotion. And these songs have some type of connection to me. So I had no problem. But just the growth, man, it's natural growth. You just learn, you know. You you, you start crawling, then you start walking, and you start running. And that's just really how it's been. And it looked like it looked like you starting to come out them blocks running now. I'll tell you something, man. I was talking to the woman the uh about two weeks ago about you know what this how I go viral on TikTok, right? I don't do TikTok, you know. I feel like I'm too old for TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I was like, I want to start doing videos of the faces and the emotions rappers have when they have a when they like say a fire ass line or they do some uh, do an ad lib, right? Yeah, because what people don't see is like if you've ever been in the studio with people working, and I used to be at the house of Max and they was recording like the long 2010, 2009, way, way back in the day when they was like when Blake now first started rapping. Excuse me, Oppo, let me uh, call him by his, his rap name. Okay. Um, that's my guy, but like I used to like see when you'd be like, Oh, well, like maybe hey, like all that stuff. It's like you know what, I would have fun doing some shit like this because like. When you're in the studio, like it's a whole nother vibe that if you've never done that, if you've never been around like people create, I don't care how good or bad the artist is, like being there a part of that process, some of the dopest shit you can ever do as far as a creative person. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. It's very weird at first doing it. Um, it's always fun, you know, outside looking in, I feel like on anything, but doing it is weird. Is um, But after a while you get it, you understand. And um. I wish I was, you know, a little bit more vibrant with my ad libs, but I think, you know, with my music, my ad libs, I, I know nah, how to. Sing. You don't, you don't, you don't need them. You like you, you, your ad libs will take away from what you're saying. Yeah, bingo. And uh, but ad libs are, you know, in. I, you know, I, I'm not gonna lie and say I don't like Migos ad libs. I love them because I, I repeat them. You know, ice. You know, I listen. You know, so. But look, you, you, you got one of the best ones going right now. I told you. I about had to uh, have a conversation earlier this week because yeah. what you got is so catchy. Look, 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 Don. Mm -hmm. I find myself walking around like saying, look, look. I'm like, hold on, that's Terrence. I ain't call it nigga, look, 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 Don. I know him. <laughs> For real, though. Uh, a lot of people, they'll call me, look, look, look. Like I had somebody walk up the other day and was like, look, 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 Don. I'm like, and you know what's crazy is, is. Uh, it's weird, ain't it? Yeah, it's weird because I, I just remember like, being in the studio and just being funny, like, you know, just look, look. Like, I did it right before I rapped one time. I did it one time, and then he was like, and then I heard it. Then I did it, like, a couple more times, and it just stuck. After that, it just stuck. So, now bro, When people call me big baby to my face, I say, bro, you know my name. Do not call me that. Well, not. You don't like big motherfucking baby, man. It's just, it's like, it's just like the first couple times, it's just weird, because you so used to being called by your... By your name, like call, nigga, call me AC. Yeah. But like, I remember the first time I did a podcast in a room with people, and like when I be doing before I started doing videos, when I was like, it's the B motherfucking B, <laughs> like I'm doing all this, like you know what I'm saying? Because like I can't say it that way if I ain't if I ain't rocking and stuff like that. That's how rapping goes though, because you've been in there, you've seen it. Um, you can't. It's hard to. You don't think little John was screaming from the window to the wall, sitting down in a chair going, from the windows to the wall. He was up screaming, from the windows to the wall. That's how it is. You have to exaggerate. 
if you want to make it sound good. Now, if you wanted to make it sound mellow yellow, it's gonna sound mellow yellow. But if you want to exaggerate, I had mellow yellow since the nineties. Exactly, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm old. I'm old soul, man. I'm reincarnated, I guess. And you old. really are, bro. But like, I can hear your growth, right? Mm -hmm. But you and your sound is 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 maturing, right? It's, it's it's like wine, baby. It's getting better. How are you doing that? Without losing who you are and changing like the substance, because from day one you rapped about shit, right? Yeah. You want just just you want just own the track. I got Van and Ellie and I got Ben on me. Like you always been somebody rapping for real, for real. How have you been able to like develop your sound without losing like the the, the content? Because uh, I feel like I'm a true songwriter. I feel like you can throw three blocks in front of my face and tell me rap about it, and I'm I'm a rapper about them three blocks. And you know I'm gonna make it sound good. So uh, I rap what I, I I rap my perspective. My perspective is my reflection. That's all it is. So you know uh, it's easy because at, at my age I've seen so much that yeah I could have rapped about a lot of shit at 19, but I would have been easily influenced, and I would have been trying to rap it like your best rapper. I probably would have been trying to sound like Lil Baby or try to sound like NBA Young Boy or something. Or at that time it's Lil Bootsy or Gucci or Wayne. Cause I remember yeah. trying to sound like Wayne, and I have a um, I have a freestyle called um, "Dedication to Wayne," and I'm rapping like him on purpose, and I'm uh, I have to send that. But oh, it, it's it rides. Don't get me wrong, but that's later down the road. I have songs for later down the road because I, I believe you know the vision, and I believe that I'm gonna stumble across some of these certain people in certain situations, and I'll be able to present projects and work to them. That's undeniable. And uh and you're gonna out rap them and then they gonna you're gonna get mad because they ain't gonna rock with you. You're gonna be like, dang, I used to be your fan. Now I out rap you on the track and you don't even want to ride with me. Dang. It's like that, man. Was, idols become your rivals, and it's it's hard to have that hunger when you're sleeping on silk sheets, but you know, to a nigga that want it. I want it. And you know what? Like, like I wrote this note down, listen to your songs. I'm like, what I love about your shit is you ain't out here flexing, talking about shit that you ain't done, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like I, I, I know, I know you've been to Dubai. I know you don't live that life. I know you don't travel the world a bit. I, I, I know you, mm -hmm. right? But you'll talk about some shit that you want, but you make sure I ain't got it yet. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like yeah. the authenticity, like the fact that you flex the shit that you've done before, but you won't talk about stuff that you haven't done. How are you comfortable being that vulnerable? Because so often rappers have to say, hey, I did this, even if they ain't done it yet. Yeah, um, I'm vulnerable and uh, I'm human, first of all, but I have no problem showing my vulnerability. I'm, I'm vulnerable to the truth because I'm very confident in who I am. I've traveled a lot. I've seen a lot on my own, you know, with the help of <laughs> the U.S. government. But Hey, let them pay for it. Yeah, got to pay for something, huh? but I've traveled on my own as well. And uh, I set myself up. The reason why I can tell you about, you know, my failures is because I celebrate my wins. And I feel like with people, you know, with people, what people got to understand is that I tell you what's going on with me and I let you know that I'm going to get there. Like, it's a slow process with me. People love to, you know, RIP nip. People love to yell out the marathon continues, but they don't understand it's a two marathon. And I believe. Yeah, a lot of people be be, be saying the marathon continues and they ain't even uh, bought their little name placard or nothing. 
They over here walking in a hundred meter dash. Thank you. They don't understand. And you know, it's just you you gotta you gotta go, man. And with this, man, it's with this rap. You know, you you like you nicer than me. Most yeah. of the creators in our hometown, I don't like them. Yeah. And some of them I actually want to interview, I want to work with them because I think, oh yeah, that's dope. And then sometimes I'll be like, you know what? I really just want to like get the home team listening to what I'm saying. Yeah, I want them to listen to me because I promise you, if y'all just listen, you're you going to like what I'm talking about, baby. Just give me a chance, right? And that's a hard balance to find, man. And you know, dog, you be telling these stories when you be rapping, though, right? Yeah. And I feel like you be talking to me. Like, I feel like I'm sitting like the way we're talking right now, mind you. Of this is our third podcast together. It's crazy that we're doing we we talking way more freely, yeah. This time than we have when we've been in the room together. But I think it speaks to both of our growth, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, how the hell do you get in that damn booth and be rapping, be flowing, cadence, and all that stuff? But at the same time, it feel like, bro, you talking to me? Um, because the whole point I want to I, I want you to like you said it's it's, it's something uh authenticity like it really is it's the truth in it um if you know me you know how i sound you know how i talk that's no different from how I rap. so when i'm rapping i want that same effect i want you to like man you know what it's, did this motherfucker tell me that same story didn't he tell me this shit or didn't this i wanted to sound like that because it's a lot of stuff i spill that i don't talk about i don't i'm the type of guy like i i don't try to celebrate my wins too big but at the same time i, I damn sure don't tell my failures but i have a lot of them and I've went through every emotion, man. You know, um, I have a bar that's not on there, but you'll eventually hear it. Uh, I've been on both sides of the courtroom. I literally have. I've been on both sides. To know I'm going home, just a witness, just chilling, seeing what's going on. And then I've been mm -hmm. in them handcuffs, hearing, you know, hearing uh, my bond. Am I going home or not? So I've been on both sides of that. And I think, what people have to understand is that when I'm telling you this stuff, I'm letting you know I'm human. I'm letting you know. It brings it all back to the first, last question you had asked. I'm letting you know I'm human. I'm letting you know, hey, man, I'm, I do good in life. I've been all over the world. But I was just in the county uh, a couple years ago looking crazy, you know. So letting people know that you can do it, too. You just got to put your mind. You got to be disciplined, first of all. And you got to address yourself and address your flaws and, and and be honest with yourself and look yourself in the mirror. And that's why it's easy to tell everybody else because the, the number one thing I did was look myself in the mirror. And that's where it brings back to these 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 local cats. They they beating themselves. They they can't even beat themselves. How are you trying to beat the next man and worried about the next man? You can't even beat yourself. You you can't even get out your own out your own way. That's the hardest thing. Man, I'll tell you dog when I was living in the city, right? And you know it's open mic night every night in the city somewhere, right? Yeah. And for you, like, you don't have. And, and, and let me see. Let me make, make sure I say this right. Right. You don't have the open mic night type of rap every night. If that makes any sense, right? Yeah. Like you, you, you rapping about some shit. Like, nah, bro. I want to sit in the house, drink some brown, and, and like, and like vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so much of these club rappers, I'm like. Brian never seen y'all at the Libra. 
I ain't seen. Uh, I, I, why ain't y'all out here? What's a forty-five minute drive? Y'all drive to Rockmart, Calhoun, Dalton, and do a show, but y'all won't come down here where somebody might actually hear you. But look, dog, you had a Facebook post uh, yesterday, and I reposted that bitch. It took me twenty-eight years to find my purpose. Safe to say, I found it. Hashtag Lone Wolf, right? And I tell you, bro. That shit touched my soul, and here's why. Because I've been pod, I think, for like three years now. But it took me till I was 28 to figure out the pocket that I wanted to be in, like, on the pod, right? And we ain't talked about it too much. But like, you know, I got a girl now, like, serious, and I'm like, I'm out in the streets. I'm focused. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I got that every day, come home, see you. Yeah, that's the best lane to be in. <laughs> it is. And when I tell you, I'm like, and, and, and COVID helped bring some of that on, right? We was kicking it. Then COVID was like, well, I ain't going to be around no other people. So, like, you know what I mean? And it was like, dang, like, with the podcast, like, I found a pocket of what I want to get into. Like, just so much in life has, like, came full circle. And for me, it happened at 28, too. Yeah. But, so like, when I read, I'm like, bro, I feel like this nigga, we be on the same page and we don't even be talking. Yeah. Yeah. So what hit you at 28? My, my rapping. I'm rapping. Yeah. It just clicked one day. Um, I had did it. That's why that song Countdown meant so much. And it's always going to fail because it was true. I, I love Countdown. Yeah, I had quit rapping five times. And um, just that last time, it clicked. And uh, I just remember just feeling good and feeling like, you know what, man? This is something... Cause you know you hear people, oh, I love my job. I can do this every day for the rest of uh, the rest of my days. And I'm like, oh man, what? I don't give a fuck. Well, you you could tell me I love hot wings, but I don't want to eat hot wings till I die. Like you know what I mean? Much <laughs> of anything is you can get tired of it. But I really sat back and I heard myself, and I just remember the feeling I got from just a very good studio session. I thought to myself, like you know what? I could really do this shit every single day of my life and I and actually love it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if, even if it's just 15, if it's 30, if it's two hours, if it's four hours, I can eight hours. I, I really can sit back and make music all day long. And that's what that's, that's what happened with me with COVID, right? Because I can't go nowhere. I can't do nothing, right? It, it was like, all I did was created content for pods, wrote jokes and potted. Yeah. And hung out with my girl. And I was like, I can do this for the rest of my life. I ain't got to do nothing else. You find your happiness. You find your peace. Find your and peace. then I don't wrote some, but in some of the jokes that I, that I be writing now that I don't even like be putting out. I tell you one time I was fucked up one night, drunk as hell. And somebody said something about Kevin Hart, right? I said, fuck Kevin Hart. I'm funny to that nigga. And I and I'm sober, I'll say that. Yeah. And then somebody said something about Dave Chappelle. I love Dave Chappelle. Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, right? Somebody said something about Dave Chappelle. I said, I'm funny to that nigga. And I looked at myself and I said, Oh, I said that with a straight face. <laughs> and I thought about it, I was like, I meant that when I said it. Yeah. I can be wrong, but when I said it. I meant it. And I was like, yeah, bro, like this, this nine to five shit I'm doing right now, it pay the bills, but it don't, it's not fulfilling in the same way because like 
I got a, I just have a certain, I don't know, just oomph about myself. And I know like you put me in a room with anybody for one, I've not yet met anybody in the world funnier than Christopher Edwards. <laughs> yes. I don't see you, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, <laughs> and he and we've battled. We yeah. battled. And I took some L's, big L's. I took some dubs home too. Yeah. But, Big but, salad syrup. I put that shit on everything. He ain't never beat that joke. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm telling you. But that's what I'm saying. You could be funnier than Dave Chappelle. It's just how bad do you yeah. really be funnier? Exactly. Dave? Like, like how much are you going to commit to this? How much, how vulnerable are you going to be? Are you going to open yourself up to goddamn, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why the, the whole thing about being vulnerable, you have to peel back layers. Peel back layers, you're, you're going to connect with more people. If I just if I just rap gangster rap and I don't rap nothing else and I'm not saying that I rap gangster rap, I'm just giving you a thing. Yeah, but if I, I, know, just, I know what you're saying. Yeah, if I just rap gangster rap, that's it. I don't rap no love ballads. I don't rap no dear mamas. I don't rap no. I don't rap nothing outside of gangster rap. What is my audience gonna be? Gangster rap. I can't. My I don't plan on none of my songs to be on Disney Channel. If if all our rap is gangster rap. I don't plan on none of my songs being in the next, you know, White House. Uh, yeah, I mean, Obama Obama does his summer playlist every year. Yeah, I don't plan on being Obama playlist. I might low-key be on there, but, you know, gang, you know <laughs> I knew that, and that's the number one thing what I try to learn. I mean, I, I, I try to keep in my music is versatility because I feel like you, you're not going to box me in. You're not going to tell me. Or stick to one thing, you know. You're not gonna make me feel like I gotta stick to one thing. I'm gonna do multiple things, and you're gonna respect that I can do anything. And uh, all right, man. So getting getting back to you and where you're at now, right? I seen you've posted you on these different mixtapes, you on these different playlists, man. How does that feel for you? It feels good. It's a small win, but it's still a win. Uh, you know, getting on these mixtapes. The one thing about being honest that they're not they're not free. Some are, some aren't. You know, I've had the uh, pleasure of both. So um, being on them, that's just investing in yourself. And then you being on them, they get you get to connect with people all over. You know, I have people, I wake right. up, it's all over. They be like, hey, man, I'm just hearing this song. Hey, man, I'm just hearing this song. This song is dope. Hey, I just added this song. It's a, it's great exposure. You know, I want more of it. <laughs> Lone Wolf will bring more of it. Hey, look, man, if you if you won't pay for yourself, who going to pay for you? I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you got to invest in yourself. That was, that was and, I had to learn. That was the hardest thing for me at first, to be honest, as an artist, was investing in myself. I wanted to do everything the cheap way. What's crazy is I, I buy, I'll buy a great bottle of liquor or I buy something great to eat, but I be trying to be cheap on my music when I know my music is great, when I know my music deserves a chance. And I feel like a lot of people, if you just upload your stuff on SoundCloud, you're not giving your stuff a chance to to breathe music. What's the point of having a hit if you're not putting no money behind it? You have to put money behind your music. You have to make. You have to give your chance. You know, music is timeless, and I make timeless music. So it's a it's somebody. It's a million people in this world that haven't heard Countdown. You know, you you want you want to hear something? You want to hear something crazy? What? I got a little bit of merch, right? Yeah. I don't want to sell merch. What? You know why I sell merch? What? To get because 
Get your name out. Put you... the bottle down. What the fuck does that mean? Exactly. Oh, you... Big Baby's podcast. I would come come back to where it comes from. Yep. Like so... it's it's does, does have I taken some like bro, them toxic masculinity shirts I did, bro. It was a great idea when we was drunk talking shit, right? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And then like a couple times you wear it out for everybody who knew the joke. Oh yeah, that's funny. I remember I was in a bar one day. This is back when I was single. Okay. I was single when this happened. Yeah. So okay. I go into the bar with the shirt on. Hollering this short, you know what I mean? Working. Good work. You know what I mean? We getting overtime, baby. You know what I'm saying? We getting time and a half type shit, yeah. right? Yeah. Friend walk up. What the fuck did your shirt say? Bitch, read it. Like, talk to Maxine. You see what it says? Yeah. You know what? We don't even associate with people who even think that way. I was like, it's a joke. Let me explain it to you. No, we don't care. Like, and I go, you know what? If I explain this to people, it makes sense because it is making a joke that everything men do is toxic. But so much of this talk, like of this toxic stuff that men do, y'all like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you like the man who got multiple women because it's like, what do they see in him? Why do they put up with him because of his bullshit? Or I want to turn right. Want to tie him down? I want to be different. I want to be the one to show him. Right. You know, I'm different from the. But then I, but I realized that turned so many people off to like, you don't even know me, like. Back when I was single, I treated all my women's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, you said, I was good here. Yeah, Lee. <laughs> you treated all of them. Yeah, no, like, like I ain't going to lie to you. I was good to all of them. You were two, you were 296, man. Man, look here, man. I'm Maze Road, baby. We, we be good to the latest, man. I goddamn go out there on the grill right now. You know what I mean? Throw some ribs on them. But, um, right, let them know, man. Back to Lone Wolf. I, I looked at the track list. Okay. Tell me about the new people you're working with. Uh, as far as producers? Producers and uh, rappers. Uh, rappers. Um, Sid, I got Sid Jones on here. Another 288, great. Uh, hey, Sid, if you listen to this, I'm going to get you on the pod. I ain't reached out to you. like So so I ain't reached out to you, but yeah. I ain't reached out to you because I... Look, I need a secretary and handle my shit. But I'm gonna reach out to I'm gonna reach out to see because I listened to her uh project, golly. What was it, Jones Street? Yeah, Jones Street. Jones Street. Shout out to Jones Street. If you haven't got that, go get Jones Street. Yeah, bro. I listened to that shit and that shit was hard. I was like, for one, Sydney, when you start rapping, like motherfucker, I remember you hooping. Yeah, Sydney, Sydney go hard, bro. Sydney dropped 43 her sophomore year of high school. Probably could have dropped a that. Bucket. They would have probably could have dropped 81, huh? She was a bucket, a walking bucket. Yeah, but who else you been working with? Uh, Bravo Castanova, Cat from Rome. He produces and he uh, he did a little hook for Don Talk. I think Don Talk is number four, number four on the track. Um, how did you how did you find him? Um, I figured you wouldn't go back to Rome. No, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I found him in the studio, man. You know, you bump into a lot of cats, cats. And that's one thing about the studio. I've walked in and seen guys and been like, oh, you look like you can rap. Or I've heard the way they talk, and I'm like, okay, I guess he can rap. And they heard him on the mic. I'm like, no. Nah. And then I've seen guys that's quiet, don't say nothing. And then I've heard a song and be like, who is that? And they point to the nigga. And I'm like, the nigga that ain't said nothing the whole hour? Like, you know what I mean? And 
he was one of them guys. He didn't say nothing, just let his music talk. And uh, yeah, I had to work with him. I had to get one of his hooks, and I got a beat. That's his beat. That's his hook. Um, 41 South. I, I met a lot of guys there. I met a lot of guys at 41 South. And, uh, you know, uh, I worked. You want you want, you want something funny about, like, a low-key nigga who, like, could rap and, like, just didn't really care about rap, and it could have been, like, a really good rapper had he cared about it? Ian Clay. For real? Oh, I believe it was his brother going So, so like he used to like we would just be around bullshitting, right? And then one time Ian like just did a verse. It was like, oh, we're gonna let you open this song. Yeah. And then like he did like a couple other verses. It's like, yo, Ian, if you cared about this and would like sit down and like care about rapping, you can out rap the whole room. The only reason they out rapping you is because they rap more than you, so they got more comfortability rapping. Yeah. But like naturally, you're a better rapper than all them. Yeah, exactly. That's how it is. That's how it is. My my brother can rap. Tars can rap, but he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't sit down and put a whole song together. He knows it takes <laughs> between just free. You know, <laughs> funny because Tars had one of the funniest, funniest bus freestyles back when I was in seventh grade. I'm not going to repeat it because he said "fuck somebody, mama." Um, but like the way he was just flowing, it was like all right, all right. And he just, he ended with. Fuck that bitch, so and so mama name. I was like, man, that shit sound fire, actually, bro. Like, you really had to spit, nigga. Like, yeah, we we used to freestyle all the time back and forth. But right. hey, he got a book coming out soon, and he gonna be on the pod talking about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Don't let it smoke you. Don't let it smoke you. Yeah, we talked. We talked a couple weeks ago, and he and he he admitted, like, hey, bro, I want to. I, I like what you're doing. I want to come on your pod. Shout out to my boy, goddamn Lanko. Yeah, <laughs> little bank. He want to come on and, and, and talk. And, you know, that's my guy. Used to take him to school in the morning, steal beers out y'all's refrigerator <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so but for him to reach out to me to come on the pod, talk about his book, man, I'm a, I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all, y'all's family, all that shit. But you know no, that, man. No problem, no problem, man. It's, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for his book. We uh, we got some stuff in store, man. You already know with us. We, we got stuff in store. You know, we got still got brass droppers cooking up. We got some stuff, so that's why you know you see, you're up. I see you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, so yeah. you know, I'm. I want to get to some of the breakdown of your song, right? And you talk about brass droppers. So in Gun Wolf, right? Mm-hmm. When you was talking about the seashells and seashells line, right? Yeah. How many times did it take you to get that shit right in the studio? I know you didn't get it right the first time. It it took. What's crazy is it did. You can hear it. It sounds like I probably would have coughed it up, but. I got it right the first time, but I remember writing it, like thinking which order should I say it, how should I say it, and yeah, it, it fooled me up. Seashells and, and seashells, you know, it, it can mess you up. It can, but that's one thing about if it was on Landmark, it would have really messed me up, but the fact that it's long, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the growth. That's things you learn as you get in the studio. I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, certain word plays, I, I have to punch in, and I know what to say when I punch in. Like, okay. You know, I'm saying seashells, then she shells. Like it's it's a difference. So, so. I mean, but that, that makes sense because in 288, you was talking about like how like if you if you ain't in the booth, bro, like you go crazy, you missing that shit. So like, nigga, how often you in the booth? I'm in the booth every other day, brother. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm in I'm in the booth. I'm not in the booth. I have my home little booth, my home setup. So I'm in the booth, damn. And you could honestly say every day, but I I'll realistically say every other day. I just I swear. I just left the booth. I was in the booth for four. I was in the booth today from three to six. 
And I, I treat love it, dog. I'm treat the booth like a work schedule. I'm a part time. I put part time hours in the booth every week. That's that's non debatable. That's pure facts. And I love that shit, dog. Cause I'm so I'm moving back to the Ville in less than five years, right? Okay. And in the house that I plan on building, cause of that, you know, that uh, great uh, loan that I can get, and not to put the money down on the house. Um, I'm going to build a booth in there, and, I, and I'm gonna talk to you about the setup off mic because, like, it's some shit. I ain't, you know, what I mean, but like, we'll talk about it off mic. Yeah. But uh, I want to get back to Gun Wolf, man. You talk about that Kentucky Derby shit, right? Yeah. Black Kentucky Derby, if I heard it right. A dark Kentucky Derby, you black. Dark Kentucky Derby. There we go. Yeah, I, I fucked up my notes. Dark like Kentucky. Ken, tell me what the fuck that shit mean. Uh, it's like it's like I felt like a Kentucky Derby race, right? If you turn the lights off and the horses couldn't see, it's still a race, right? Yeah. It's just dark. You can't see, so that's the whole point. I feel like my my race is different. It's dark. It ain't it ain't just like. Bright lights and everybody looking. Um, my race is my, my race is dark and ain't ain't too many people seeing. And it's like you know I got to race to the light. If it makes sense, if it can make if I can make that make sense. But that's all it was. It was more like you know picture a race where it's not the bright lights, it's not the screens, it's dark and you're just racing in the dark. Nobody seeing you but you and your competitors. And that's the way I treated this. I treated this like it's a dark and turkey derby, and that's what I feel like my life is. You know I don't I'm you know I've, I've never had the attention on me quote unquote. Never had. I've, I've grew up with a little brother that's always been better in sports. Always been better in natural everything. I've Damn, never, I was about to ask you a question about that when you said that shit. Yeah. And you beat me to it. I'm Fuck bad. you, man. But it's one of those things, for real. So that's what I meant when the dark Kentucky Derby. Like I'm running a race that's nobody seeing. I'm running a race in the dark. Nobody seeing. Nobody understand what I'm doing. You know. But it's, it's no crazy the role reversal y'all played though, like an adult life, and and, and by no means are we like down in what Taurus is doing, but like you've become the more visible figure because that nigga moved to Seattle and if you don't talk to him, you don't talk to him. Yeah, you don't talk to him. We we both talk about that. We both talk about that. Um because he has this thing now where he wants to be more he wants to learn more about about things about life. Like you know he he doesn't understand what I went through, what I've seen, and I think he wants to try to see and then vice versa me. He teaches me how to live more how to say you know what try this do this he's more he's naturally the more of the entrepreneur so i can he, see that like because he, he he out there yeah when he came to rapping he he, he the one that pushed me he he let me know like look you you can't just be doing this and think you can rap like you gotta really if you want to do it you gotta do it and he has that drive he has a, a natural drive so yeah it's funny you mention that because we talk about that and, uh, I got a caller, man. He called me the other week, but he called me out of a nap. <laughs> and I had just like like his phone call woke me up, so my 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 words and my mouth weren't on the same page. He's just like, hey, bro, like I love you, dog, but I'm not really gonna talk right now. You just, you just yeah. woke me up. <laughs> oh man, you got to be honest with him because he he'll be honest with you. If it was him, he'll tell you the same thing. Like, yo, man, I'm asleep. <laughs> but um, shit, man. It sounds like in Gun Wolf, you said somebody tried to put a baby on you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I I know I know swag, you, your name ain't swag for no reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. My nigga, uh, what happened? It's a funny situation. Uh somebody said I was the father of uh of an eight-year-old. I'm not gonna disclose any names, but uh somebody said, Yeah, I was a peppy. So I had to go through that whole situation. 
where was your mind at? Like, like with it being an eight-year-old, it's like, damn, like, hold my, on. Yeah, my mom was everywhere, man. Just naturally, you know, just as a human. You're like, how could this be possible? And then, you know, I'm, I'm a guy that's always been a man of responsibility. So the first thing I'm thinking about is, like, why me? It's not like I'm a father that don't want to be in his child's life. I'm a father that would love to mm -hmm. end up to that role and that responsibility. And so, yeah, I went through all emotions, I think, as a guy. As a guy could go in that situation, I went through all the motions and, you know, uh, I just want people to see how it turned out. See how it turned out. And understand. You you know how it turned out. So I want people to see how it turned yeah. out. Yeah. So. So I'm going to get to Numb Feeling now, right? And I told you I was in between which songs I liked the most. I think Numb Feeling was the one that really, that yeah. really talked to me. Yeah. And that was because of verse two. But we're going to get, well, I, I, you talked about you one song away, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, every rapper is one song away. But I'm gonna ask you, which which song do you got that's your one song away? I honestly can't tell you. It's probably in my notebook, and I haven't recorded it yet. That's just being honest. Because each song, like I said, I can play something right now, dude. That you'd be like, you put that on Long Wolf, and I'm like, you know, is dude. I'm getting better with time, and I'm not being cocky. Here you go. Here, here you go, making me mad because you yeah. doing like again, bro. Like I feel so much of what you be talking about because I feel like we be in the same place. It's like we are better than ninety five percent of the people doing what the fuck we doing. We just ain't had the right person to hear us doing that shit, so we don't get the goddamn love and respect that we should get doing that shit. That that's bingo. It just. I don't know which song applies. Somebody can like fair hieroglyphics. I no lie, I got a long email about away, not too long ago, and I'm like, long shot hit you from away, away, away. So I'm like, you know, it all depends on which song. I can't tell you. I've had this feeling about each song. I've had a feeling at one point where Bada Boom Bada Bing was gonna be the one to get me out. Like, but it ain't it, you know. And I love Bada, Bada Boom Bada Bing was like for me. I feel like Bada Boom Bada Bing sets up this shit you got going right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, but again, I know you, so it's a little bit different from the way I look at it. Yeah, yeah, you, you right. I was gonna listen to you to your shit if it wasn't good, even though it is good, and I think it's good because if if it wasn't good, we we have a different conversation now. Oh, another but <laughs> right, but like it's like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two listens just because you my nigga. But uh, I also felt like in in no, I'm feeling you really like in your reflective storytelling bag, man. Like, like, and not to say that you haven't been telling stories in your other songs, but I felt like this one here was a little bit different. It was a little bit more personal, man. Like, what got you there? Um, again, just want let want people to know that I'm human and I, letting them see that okay, you're listening to my music, you're seeing my quote unquote successes. In a sense, you know, you're watching that success, but realize what it took. Realize that it took me being at the bottom to even want to rise to the top. Realize that, you know, I went through every emotion you can go through as a person. Realize that I've been embarrassed. Realize I've been lied to, cheated on, backstabbed, talked about, crossed over, you know, gave people chances right after friends. But, you know, I've went through everything. So you see me smiling, you see me happy, you hear the music, but you got to understand that, it's, it wasn't overnight like it took me it took me a lot of, it took me getting over a lot of insecurities it took me getting over a lot of fears to get to this point so i think with numb feelings the the word the whole uh caption excuse me the title the whole title says it numb feeling because that's exactly 
what it took. It, it, it that's what it did. That's the results of that. It, I'm numb. I'm numb to a lot of shit because I've been through so much. You talked about before the age of 20, you got pepper spray. You know, I figured that happened with your job, but it may have happened a different way. Happened. It happened with my job. It happened in clubs. It happened outside of clubs. I, I did a lot. I, and look, I got I, I got caught with the same shit at 19. My niggas got to fighting in a party. It, it was a, at Clark Atlanta, like in the student center. They got to fighting in there, and I just happened to be around them. I, you know, I ain't fighting with people because they want to fight. Like, whoa, 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 did we get disrespected? No, oh, y'all want y'all the aggressors? I'm not helping y'all. Sorry. But um, <laughs> I ended up catching the pamper spray because one of my boys, his sick, his J's, some sixes fell off his feet. And they were like, hey, will you go grab it for me? Yeah, I got you. I walked in there. I'm like, hold on. Now, I don't deserve this pepper spray. I wasn't fighting. I was in there on the women's. Yeah. But um, yeah. And you said you had a gun put in your face. Can You you said something about cases. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, no, I ain't going to really talk about them cases. <laughs> As far yeah, as, yeah, yeah, I know, but like the gun in your face, can you talk about yeah, that? Yeah, it's just um, I'll be honest, um, being being a young man and uh, getting yourself in a situation where you think you got the upper hand, and then next thing you know, you got a gun in your face. And what do you do? What do you say? How do you think? How do you? Oh, uh, you can have my phone, my wallet, my clothes. I will go home naked. Just give me my keys so I can get home. Oh, you know things of that nature. You know, growing up and um, and I was in Florida. I was in Pensacola. I've had it. I said two guns in my face. I've had, had multiple incidents where I've gunned in my face, and uh, just like I said, one of them was fighting. One of them were just a random situation. You know, not not to go into it too crazy, but just being young and being black in America and realizing that, uh, you know, sometimes the enemy can be your own people. Sometimes the enemy can be a cop. Sometimes the enemy can be he could be whoever. But just growing up and going through situations, but a lot of it too, I put on myself. You know, I shouldn't be. And half them places doing what I was doing, so um, just growing up, man, and, and having that, having them, you know, having them type of problems. I think we all been through there. I think we've all had a scuffle that get out of hand, and I think we've all, you know, talked to the wrong person the wrong way and, and found ourselves looking crazy. And uh, Bro, I'll tell you a funny story about that shit. Right, I remember it was um, shit, it was my sophomore year. Before Coach Real had called, you know, James Jones up, sit on the end of the bench and not play. Mm -hmm. um, at Christmas tournament, and it was somebody from Shambly. He he stepped on my uh, Clark's Wallabies. <laughs> not the Wallabies. Right, the shoes you want dirty. Yeah, but he, every day back then, huh? Right, he he stepped on the bench, and I got mad. I like, God damn, nigga, stepped on my shoes. Yeah. He was like, what? What? What you gonna do? I got all type niggas on the east side right now. That'd be right here in 45 minutes. Your brother in my ear. Nah, man, fuck that shit. <laughs> and you know me, bro. I ain't trying to fight nobody else. I'm just confused. I'm like, bro, you stepped on my foot. I was bothered by it. I don't understand why you're overreacting to me saying something to you. This should go like, hey, goddamn, you stepped on my feet. You yeah. should say, oh, my bad, bro. We should keep this moving. In my brain, right? Mm -hmm. But in his brain, oh, no, nah, I'm gonna make a phone call. And we're going to clear this whole thing out. Yeah, and right. then it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Look here, bro. I'm not here for that. I, <laughs> I pay my taxes. Yeah. Exactly, man. Hey. But it was just, it's just interesting how, like, you can you can have an issue with one person or some stuff can happen. And you're thinking, hey, this is between me and him. Or this is, like, a hands-to-hand -hand thing. You know what I mean? Or I'm just going about my business. Mm-hmm. Nah, bro, y'all some other stuff. Cause you talked about getting caught lacking too. Yeah, uh, you got robbed. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't get robbed. Well, yeah, I got robbed. Uh, 
I didn't get I didn't get as far as armed robbery, but um, I was okay. Um, I was actually in Atlanta. I was performing, and uh, yeah, uh, picture this: you're performing, great song, everyone loves it. You, you know, you're, you're getting applause. You know, you're walking out, everyone's applauding. You getting your contact info, telling you how great you're doing, great you're on the way, and you get to your car, you crank your car up, and you hear. You turn around and you look in your pack, your back seat, and your your window is busted completely the fuck out. And they took, yeah, they took they took whatever was in there. If you could only imagine what was in there. And uh, welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Atlanta, man. Yeah, they, they say it all the time. You ain't been in Atlanta unless you ain't get robbed, and that's the truth. Uh, I ain't I ain't gonna say all that because I lived there for four years and didn't get robbed. But let me tell you a little story about getting robbed, right? Yeah. We went. We pulled up to a little, 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 little Thursday night, Thursday Thursday uh, club, right? Mm-hmm. It was my senior year, so it was 2014, second semester. Ran a little Hiram Velez in there, you know. I dap him up, all that shit. What's happening, little, little HV? Mm-hmm. Got them the little junk, junkies outside parking cars. Mm-hmm. I just happened to have some cash, so I fly the junkie some money the just because. Junkie outside parking car, only in Atlanta. Right, and my homeboy, my homeboy was like, "Man, fuck that shit! Like, this ain't his, this ain't his lot. He can't be charging." I'm like, "You're right, but I'm just gonna, I just charge, I just slid him with someone say, hey, bro, gotcha, bro.' We come out there, everybody's windows was shattered, but mine. Oh, he kept, he looked out for you. Yeah, he looked out for you. Yeah, I mean, it's like that. I did that too, but at the same time, you can't trust him either because I done seen both sides. I done seen somebody. Oh yeah, no, I, I just said. If if I just take a 20, 20 piece loss to a junkie for for whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's twenty dollars, man. Like, I if I'm losing sleep over twenty dollars, I got more problems in my life that I need to worry about. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same. Uh, so back to uh, gun, uh not we no we talking about numb feeling. Yeah, you, you talked about a shorty hurting you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, nigga, I heard that. Heard about that. how old were you when this happened? No, no, no! It wasn't shorty. No, it wasn't shorty. It wasn't who you think? No, no, no! This, this. Was... <laughs> you know, you know what I'm trying to do right now. I know what you're trying to do? No, 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 no! It wasn't, it wasn't shorty. It wasn't shorty. It wasn't her. It wasn't. It wasn't nobody. Y'all would think. Uh, uh-uh. no, no. AC, <laughs> you crazy, but no. Hey, you listening though? I can't get mad at you. You listening? I can't get mad at you listening. But no, it wasn't her. Bruh. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was uh my girl was asleep the other night, right? I came in, I was like, I'll be in there about 30 minutes, right? I finished up some work, come in there, she like snoring sleep, right? Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not sleepy. Let me let me get ready for this interview I got on Wednesday. So I just start playing the songs. And like I'm listening, like before I even went to like the next song, I listened to each song like four times, right? I'm just like, I right, I gotta hear this, hear this. And so then I can come back to it and so, like start taking my notes and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I heard that like, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gotta ask it because I'm the media, even though it's my nigga. I, I still gotta ask the question. Yeah, definitely. Nah, man, it ain't about shorty, man. You know, that's, that's we high school stuff. Nah, none of this. This was we was grown. We was grown. This was grown men. But nah, but a serious question though, um, because I've I've had an ex who ended up being gay, right? And if motherfuckers hear this, they might know who I'm talking about. But who cares? How did that like for me? It didn't bother me as a man. I'm like, that's between you, God, and yourself. Like, I I don't care. Like, yeah, I, I don't hate the person that you were, and I don't hate who you were to me. Like, yeah. 
you 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 in another bag now. How did that how did that make you feel seeing like somebody who you actually rock with, you know, no longer mess with men? Yeah, I whether mean, it was short term or long term. Yeah, exactly. Whether it was short term, I don't know. It was it was it was temporary. It wasn't a permanent thing. But at the same time, um, I never cared. I never cared about that really. Uh, I, uh, still to this day, I never cared. It's just more of a when I heard it, I addressed you. And you made it seem like blasphemy. Like, how could you ever tell me this and come to find out it was true? That's the thing that, that threw me off. So that's why I was more pissed. I was more pissed because I felt like, you know, we had a we had a, um, a level of uh, understanding and uh, a level of, of honesty that we be, you know, and I felt like certain things like that, like you shouldn't hide it. You know, if you felt like that, whether when we were together or not, you should have said something, but. It's no, it's no hard feelings, man. It's no hard feelings. It's a, it's you know, bar, a bar that might hurt some feelings, but at the same time, it, it'll clear the air on a lot too. I'll tell you what, man. You interview better than so much, so many rappers. I've watched rappers interview, and they're fucking terrible. And like, you know how to get your answer across without bothering people or yeah. letting the music be the music. But I want to get to verse two, right? Because you came in verse two strong. I'm gonna read. This lyric, I may not have got every word right because um, I make mistakes here. But you said, I rep my city to the fullest. The love's not mutual. I can fit all my true supporters in a cubicle. I'm in that cubicle, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> if it's really love, that's for you to prove. My town did rap the same way before. So that same way before me. So I knew to move. What? I mean, tell me what that tell me what that mean in, in, in full talk because I know what you're saying. Yeah. But tell people what the fuck that shit mean. Uh, just, just being a Cartersville, just being a uh, rapper from Cartersville. I feel like um, in Cartersville, if you ain't if you ain't doing sports, they don't they don't claim you. And in rap, it's like okay, we have people that make music here, but I don't really call nobody too rapper. Nobody really made it outside of here in rap. Right. Nobody and, loves KB. In that, there's no shot to KB. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like he'd have made it. Yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. He's made it. He's made it. But uh, do do I consider him a rapper? No, he's a songwriter. I don't even consider him a rapper. True. I'm a songwriter in a sense, but at the same time, I don't consider him a rapper. And he's he yes, he has made it. But um, you know. But when he was rapping, the city didn't love him either. That's what I'm saying. They they're even hard on him. Um, so I already knew what they were going to be with me because I know how I'm coming. I know what I bring to the table, and I know who I am. I knew when you mixed that, it didn't, it wasn't gonna resonate with people good anyway, because I'm the last person you would think is like the guy sitting in between the vending machine at lunch stealing your girl. How did how did the yeah nigga that was you? You my cars, you know, because you were bro, you you was a low key sniper at cast like cast niggas didn't like didn't know what kind of didn't didn't know how how you was really rocking right? Because uh, you what? Because you because nah, because you wasn't sniping at school. No. Nah. <laughs> You sniped on the weekends, and you know my friends went to school with your friends. Mm -hmm. So you know I'm getting everything on the on, on the other side. You know, not on some on some foul shit, just on some like yeah. Well, you know it makes sense. Like I'm cool with Terrence. I dap him up. He the only person at the school who can really join with me. Can't nobody else at Cass. <laughs> Please, <laughs> I wish I would join. <laughs> I don't even waste my jokes on y'all. <laughs> But yeah, like now nah, you was like really on some low key, like 
when I when I found out you went to Cass, I was like, I'm like, you go to Cass? Taurus, y'all go to Cass? Y'all ain't even no Cass ass niggas. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it happens, huh? I'm telling you, bro, it was a few niggas uh, too cool for Cass, like me, you, Adrian, Trevor. About it. I love Cass, though. It's crazy that I, got, I love Cass, even though it, it was hard accepting at first, but I did love Cass. Uh, it was more fun because you can do what you wanted at Cass. Just, yeah, just exactly. And it just being adapted. No rules. That, that's why, like, I thank God with this music. I got both sides. I got yeah. both I got Cass and Carter. That's why I, I love it. Because Cass wouldn't rock with you had you not gone there. Niggas didn't know you was actually cool. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So that's the number one thing about being Carter. I got both sides. I got respect on both sides. Hey, but crazy thing, bro. Why does the city take the Cass-Cartersville rivalry into adulthood? Isn't that crazy to you? Sort of, but I've seen, since we got older, I've seen niggas mix. I've seen, you know, niggas I never thought hang out be hanging out with each other. I've been like, got to talk to a friends. Well, I mean, a lot of people hang out with Frog, too, and that makes me be like, oh, you ain't got to speak on that. I will. Uh, yeah, that, that, but that's Cartersville. You already know how Cartersville is. Cartersville type of niggas, man. They hang out with somebody that robbed them. Yeah. That's simple. These, these niggas are, these niggas not built like that down here. They know that. That's not me, me saying that. It's no difference from me saying that. It, they, they know that. They know that. Yeah, they, I mean that. Nah, they know it when they look when they wake up, look at the mirror, and when they hear this clip, they're gonna be like, "Well, fuck them niggas, but y'all ain't gonna do nothing." Thank you. I ain't never did nothing. We just talked about you. <laughs> People have done worse, but <laughs> we ain't. So, man, last shit, bro. Before we close it out, dog. I feel like on two eighty eight, you was talking your shit, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, it. like, like Gun Wolf is like, yeah, I'm lyrical, but y'all knew that. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. No, I'm feeling is I want to talk to y'all about some shit I've been through, some shit I'm feeling. Like, I want y'all to feel me right here. Mm-hmm. Then 288, you was like, yeah, nah, I'm, I'm on my bullshit right now. Yeah, I out-rap you. I take your girl. I can do all this right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like you was really feeling yourself in your bag, bag when you when you wrote that shit, man. Tell me what you was going through when you wrote it. Yeah, I just wanted uh something uh anthem to, to explain where I'm from. I've been all around the world, man, but I, I love 288, so I just wanted to explain it. And like I said, this is an anthem. This is something I want to push. I'm going to try to push to a lot of Cartersville basketball teams this year. And, uh, you know, I got a clean version coming out. And I got uh, um, I got my young future, the future stars, Quentin Kenton, them boys, them boys going up on it. And uh, that's a song, like I said, when you see Cass and Cartersville rivalry, expect to hear this song. It's a 288 anthem. It's straight, you know, straight off the exit, 288. And uh, to a I'm lot of rappers... Again, I'm making it real cool to rep 288. I'm making it sound. It's going to be somebody in California saying 288 straight off the exit. And I want you to realize hey, why they're saying it. You look here. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You're talking about making 288 cool, right? Yes, sir. Ever since I left Cartersville, when people ask me, they're like, where you from? I'm from the I'm from the real estate in America. Yeah. Where, nigga? Cartersville, Georgia. Cartersville, what Georgia. What the fuck is that at? Yeah. Look at on the map, nigga. Like, I ain't got, like, shit. Y'all want to rep New York, New York, Brooklyn. Y'all want to rep D.C., St. Louis, L.A. Look here, let me tell you something. Cartersville, real city in America. And guess what? The best party I went to in Cartersville has been just as wild as the best party I went to in fucking Dubai. For real, though. I'm keeping it 100. You done been there. Yeah. You done been around the world. I ain't saying the, the 
the the day to day to worship. Now, McCartersville at its best is just as good as any motherfucking city. The the baddest bitches in Cartersville, the ones we don't see no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Put them up against the best looking women in any other motherfucking city. Yeah, we got them. No, we got them. They got they got smoke for them. I ain't saying they're gonna win. Yeah, but yeah. We, but we... but it Cartersville is very a very talented town in all aspects. It is. Cartersville is a very I tell people that I was like how you say I tell it, but I said, man, you gotta understand if you look at the past year, we had the best point guard and the best quarterback in college football from a town. Yeah. I mean yeah. Yeah, yeah Ashton Hagen, Trevor Lawrence, yeah, they from they from the town of twenty one thousand. And guess what? And you got my boy Ant with baseball. Then you know what I mean. Yeah. Then you know what I mean. You, you turn it around, you finna have little Don coming out this motherfucking rap like Ladon. You know what I mean, like, bro. When I tell you, I'm trying to build a compound in Cartersville that's something like Joe Rogan House, where like, hey, look here, oh, you come to Atlanta for a show. You gotta come to Cartersville to come do the Big okay. Baby's podcast. Like, no, nah, nah, I'm not coming to the city to see you. And they gonna you know, are coming to Cartersville. They gonna know what exit. They gonna be saying 288. Oh, I'm trying to get 288, bro. Well, I keep going north. Yeah, bro. Like that's that's really the lifestyle niggas are trying to make, man. And you talked about like the great athletes that have came out of our city, man. It, it's wild, bro. It really is. Like, bro, we Cartersville ain't no hoe. Yeah, we ain't. And I want us to understand that. That's what pisses me off is that I feel like we're in competition when we shouldn't. We should be in competition with the world. We shouldn't be in competition with each other because if we bring all our talents together, picture if Car- Cass and Cartersville combined as a high school. Picture if Richard Samuel and Donovan Tate was on the same team. Ricky Casco would have got no clock. <laughs> no, the nigga would never fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> But no, nah, and, that, and that's the real shit, man. I think it takes people like me and you, people who got ties on both sides, right? Who don't give a fuck about that Cass Cartersville shit. We care about, like, are you solid? Are you thorough? You know what I mean? Like, me and VJ, VJ hated me senior year of high school because the way I talked to them on the football field, right? Yeah. But through Dean and shit, right, we was able to, like... It, after high school, wasn't me. VJ started kicking it, bro. It didn't take long. It was like, bro, that's my guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. And now when I come home, I stay at his house and when I stay at my own house. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just it takes people like us who don't care about that stupid cross city rivalry to become friends and like see the the good in people and care about two eighty eight. Like I big up Ashton, I big up Trevor because they're from my city. I don't care if they didn't go to my high school. Exactly, yeah, exactly. They're from my city. I pick up Ashton because I used to play against him at the top gym, and I used to uh old nigga foul him hard. Like, hey, bro, if you what they say you're going to be, huh. But I ain't going to, like, foul him like South be fouling niggas. You know, where you <laughs> going to hurt somebody. I ain't doing all that now. No. Like, hey, bro, get tough. Don't that- call that. Call don't call that shit. No, no, no. That's not a foul. You you right, though, when you said it. Like, we from, we from the same city. We use the same Walmart. You know what I mean? We used yeah. to- Longhorns, we used to say, I'm pretty sure you know we done been in the look here. Yes, here you go, bro. When you was you had already left when they had the max dev versus psyched out beef, right? At this point, me and VJ was like, dap each other, we was cool, dap each other, we wasn't like we are now, right? Mm-hmm. Now, me and VJ beefing because our friends beefing, mm-hmm. and I hit him up, like, hey, bro, like, whatever's going on, bro, we. 
me and you, we got to be bigger than this. We are from here. Our families are from here. We can't get caught up in this stuff from people who ain't even from here who are dividing our city. And I'm like, bro, our grandma must go to church together, man. Thank you. What I look like fighting you. That's why I ain't no real gangsters out here because everybody got ties to each other. Like you said, your grandma go to church. You ain't gonna kill him, nigga. You go, you see his grandma at church every Sunday. Shut up, bro. Yeah. I see, I see BJ grandma at church. I see Miss Annette. Anytime I'm at Mount, I see her. I gotta, hey, how you doing, Miss Annette? It's good to see you. What I look like fighting your grandson? Thank you. That's why I know niggas ain't built for it because I already know I'm from cities where small towns where niggas see your grandma and still don't care and still kill you. I've I've been. It's, oh, oh yeah, no, don't even wrong. Country hood, they worse than like real hood. Like, like you, t- you talk about your big cities. No, 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 no. You talk about your like Savannah, Georgia's, your Fort Valley's, your random towns, and like, like Baton Rouge is country hood. Even though it's the capital, it's country hood. Tell you, you better, you better talk to them. It's different out there. Different, bro. Hey, but look, dog, this has been great. Don't hang up yet, cause I gotta talk to you offline, man. I'm so happy you came on here to do your your little press piece. For your yeah. for your goddamn album, Long Wolf. I got Ladon. L- L- Sign out for me, baby. Don, Ladon. L- L- Go get that. Friday. My guy. Yes, sir. August 21st is going to okay. be out. And okay. hey, don't stream it. Buy it. Go buy. to iTunes and buy that shit. Ladon Put money underscore. in my nigga's pocket. Ladon underscore music. If you need me on social network, Ladon underscore music. Uh, again, Lone Wolf comes out Friday, August 21st. Go get that, man. Go get that. I appreciate you signing out. Look, 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 done. My God, big baby. Yeah!